Welcome to Signaling God Speaking with your host, Dennis Beard. How about that election results? Thought there's going to be a great red wave, a tsunami. Turned out to be more of a trickle. Well, what do we do? We pray. If my people, which are called by my name, that's a promise of God, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face. Now that is critical in knowing what the face of God is. God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the fire might be of God and not of ourselves. That's coming into righteousness, which were made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, because he that knew no sin became sin for us. That is that we are to come to the same measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. Righteousness exalts a nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. The nation that forgets God, God said he would turn into hell. We have violence in the streets, people being attacked, businesses being burned down, the police being attacked, while the defund the uh, police, Supreme Court justices attacked, uh, the southern border not being secured, all of these things. Because God states that righteousness exalts a nation, sinners are reproached to any people. Well, they try to tell us what we need to do in this progressive, woke idealism that it's supposed to be uh, globalism, a good thing for the world, for the United States of America. Well, it's good for the merchant men made rich by the abundance of her delicacies, but for the common man that the poor and the middle class, they're the ones that bear the brunt of it all. What do we do? Well, if my people that are called by my name, the called by the name of Jesus, have taken on his name in baptism, as many as been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ, shall humble themselves. We have to humble ourselves and know that it's God that's made us, not we ourselves. And understand that God places over the nations the basis of sorts, the basest of sorts. We see that in the Word of God. And that, that is the king's heart is held in the hands of God, the will of God being worked out in through the nations. And God uses the nations as his sifter. God has commanded and will sift all the house of Israel among the nations. That is the nation Israel as well as the church of the living God, the natural as well as the spiritual. This tribulation worketh patience. Patience worketh experience and experience worketh hope. Hope making not ashamed because the love of God is shed and brought by the heart, the Holy Ghost. So we're troubled on every side, but not in distress, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in a body the dying of the Lord Jesus. Now, that's not a popular message. For we which live are always delivered unto death. For what reason? That the life of our Lord Jesus will be made manifest in our mortal bodies. And this light affliction, which is only but for a moment, worketh for us a more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. It's called sufferings. It's called the cross. We have basically a crossless Christianity now. You're not only called to believe on Jesus, but also to suffer for his name's sake. And think it not strange, the fiery trial, which is to try you, 
as though some strange thing happened unto you, but rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings. So what do we do? We thought there was going to be a great move there for the conservative, back for the Christian, for that word of God to be lifted up, but yet it was a trickle. But have we lost the battle? Of course not. The battle is the Lord's. We stand in the power of his might, not our own. But he had, He gave us a promise. And in Second Chronicles 7 and verse 14, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. Well, prayer with prayer and supplication, making your request known unto God. But notice it says, and seek my face. Seek the glory of God. Growing up in him and all things and all truth. Seek the face of God, which Jesus has four faces. The cherubim in Genesis 3.24 said at the east end of the garden of God is the capital C, along with a flaming sword turning every which way. That capital C is the cherubim of the four faces of Jesus, which is there in those cherubim, a Christophany. It's a theophany. Christ revealed there. Well, the four faces are revealed there. The line of the tribe of Judah revealed in the gospel according to Matthew. The gospel according to Mark, he is the perfect man. The gospel according to Luke, he is that suffering servant, the ox. And in the gospel according to John, he is the eagle. There's the line, man, ox, and eagle, the four faces of Jesus. And there's four horns that have frayed the earth. But God has raised up four carpenters to rebuild it. And those are in, in the likeness image of Jesus Christ. And to seek his face is to come to the glory of Jesus Christ. For whom he did foreknow, them he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Them that he predestinated, them he called. Them that he called, he justified, but he didn't stop there. Them that he justified, them he also glorified to be conformed to the image of his son. We have to seek that face. Coming to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Jesus Christ and to a perfect man in the knowledge of the son of God. That knowledge of the son of God is not just a general knowledge. Knowing Jesus, not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But in that is gnosko. But it is a higher epigonosco, a higher level of knowledge. It's literally to the image of Jesus Christ and to a perfect man and to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ in and through the body of Christ, the church. So the more that we see evil men and seducers waxing worse and worse, it reminds us uh, that Jesus said in the world, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer for I've overcome the world. That tribulation, that will work patience, that will work experience, that worketh hope. And that is faith, hope, and charity. The greatest of these is charity, which will cover a multitude of sins uh, and is the bond of perfectness. And we're running this race and we'll continue to run. We add to our faith virtue, being uh, uh, truthful with God, virtuous, not the polluting ourselves with other spirits of the world and add to a virtue knowledge. And my people perish for lack of knowledge. We go in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, through these exceedingly great and precious promises, 
whereby we are partakers of his divine nature, escaping the corruption of the world through lust. But we don't stop at knowledge. We add to our knowledge temperance. Those that strive for the mastery must be temperate or self-controlled in all things. And we don't stop at temperance. Add to their temperance patience. And that, that patience have her perfect work. For after we've done the will of God, we have need of patience that we will receive a full reward. That bridges the gap between the time that we are asking God to the time that we receive it is bridged by faith and the patience we possess our souls. Then we have godliness, the God life. We add to our patience godliness. And from godliness, then brotherly kindness. Brotherly kindness, charity, which is the epoch. The final measure of the statue of Jesus Christ, coming to the measure of the statue of Jesus in charity, which is not just love, love not more than in tongue, but in deed and in truth. That charity is the love for God in doing his will and purpose for each individual member in the body of Christ. That's the reason charity will cover a multitude of sins according to the measure of faith given to each member in particular. Charity is the love of God based in doing his will. And that's where we're headed. Charity, though the nations will become more evil and iniquity will abound. The love of many will wax cold, but not the true church of the living God. Though truth will be cast to the ground, it will never be totally destroyed. They can try to cast it down, but cannot destroy it. The truth will always prevail. Though those there that we in the body of Christ seek that in the governments and pray for those ones in authority that we may live a peaceable life. And we continue to do so, praying for those ones in authority. We may not agree with the policies, but that's our duty as Christians to do and command them, commanded to do so. We will and continue to run the race. Don't we all know that all run a race, but only one winneth the prize. Therefore, we're pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So we continue to pray. There, if my people, which are called by my name, those are the ones that have been born of the water and the spirit, according to Acts 2.38, born of the water, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. What? For the remission of your sins, born of the water. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the spirit, the promises unto you, to your children, to many that are far off, even to as many as the Lord our God shall call. Then that those are the ones that have been baptized into Christ that have put on Christ the wedding garment. And these are the ones called by his name. We, the people of God that are called by his name, there if we pray and humble ourselves and seek his face. Notice the Lord will say, if you, the ones that are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Whenever we think we're in the world, we can do as the world does and God will be pleased. But we have to sanctify ourselves wholly, both spirit, soul, and body. Because salvation is only through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Sanctifying ourselves not only in spiritual things, 
but the body and soul as well. Come to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. If we do these things, then God promises, I will hear from heaven. I will heal their land. He states that, and quoting, if my people which are called by my name, Second Chronicles uh, 714, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, God promises, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. We as Christians are praying for our land to be healed. That's going to the far left. And we believe and know that God is having his way in the wind and in the whirlwind. As God said, I kill and make alive, I wound, I heal. I, the Lord, do all these things. Shall there be evil in the city? And I, the Lord, God, have not done it. Our own ways have procured these things unto us. For the curse causeless will not come. Therefore, the burden's on us. Any man says the burden of the Lord will be cut off. The burden's on us as the church of the living God. So we pray one for another and pray for those in authority and more than ever pray for America that God will have mercy on her, lead her and guide her as he has in the past simply because we seek to do his will and send forth the feet of those that preach the gospel. And God will always bless those that bless his word, bless his name, and bless Israel. Well, if the Lord has dealt with you, we'd love to work with you. There, please give me a call, leave your name, phone number. I'll get right back to you that we can work together in the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. My phone is plus one country code, 903 area code, 7464885. Leave a message and I'll get right back to you. We're hearing from all over the world now. And I just answered one that was from Germany. And the ones that are hearing the voice of the Lord are coming together in one mind and one accord in this one body, one spirit, in whom we're called in one hope of our calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God who is above all, the Father of us all and in us all. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. God's doing it. We will continue to press toward that mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Well, we pray that God perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in both body, soul, and spirit. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold the real Jesus.